Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. Hello, and welcome to Houston Business Podcast, or Business Houston Podcast. Uh, My name is Matt Bertram. We are having potentially some technical issues today. I don't know, so if it uh, slows down on us, please don't be mad. Uh, But I do have a special guest with us today, uh, Sally Evans with MasterlyBusiness.com. Is that right, Sally? Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much, Matt. Well, fantastic. Well, since um, for anyone watching, we're we're just doing audio, so we'll pull up your your website here, so they'll have something to look at. But for all those listening, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, maybe how you got started and what your business does? Okay, awesome. Okay, let's talk about me for a little while. Okay, so <laughs> I am a certified marketing and sales coach. Uh, I own the digital marketing agency, Mashley Business Solution, which specializes uh, in personalized marketing solutions and automation. So basically where I got started was uh, a few years back, I was actually an Inc. 5000 honoree. And I did that in one year by growing a fairly aged company um, by a huge amount within a year of running it. And when I got to Inc. 5000, I looked around and I realized that nobody else at this table looked like me. So I actually started Mashley Business Solutions to help other companies like my own to grow to that extent. And the way that I was able to do that is through really strategic marketing and automation. So ever since then, I have tirelessly uh, <laughs> listen to every podcast, um, audiobook. Usually it's an audiobook, unfortunately, but audiobook, uh, read every article and done everything that I could to learn as much as I could about automation and marketing so that I could develop strategies that really, really, really work. And that's kind of where we started. That's what that's how we landed in personalized marketing versus all the other types of marketing. No, I love that. Uh, I am somewhat familiar with uh, digital marketing myself. Um, and what I can tell you is, um, you know, automated marketing or uh, emails and SMS and uh, some of the other services that you offer are so uh, powerful, right? Uh, leveraging technology uh, where you can kind of become quote unquote superhuman and um, do all kinds of personalized targeting is fantastic. Um, I'm a big proponent of it. Um, so fantastic. Maybe you can talk a little bit about uh, some of the services, maybe even some examples of uh, like case studies of how you've been able to help other businesses so people can get Absolutely. an idea of what like automated personal marketing is. Okay. So automation has become huge, 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 huge in recent years, right? But the issue with automation is it can be really, really impersonal. Right. And that can actually turn people off and that can actually have the opposite effect of what you're really trying to achieve when you're marketing. Right. Because what you're wanting to do is connect with your audience. You're wanting them 
to really recognize your brand, connect with your brand, and ultimately convert and then keep coming back, right? So the difference between general marketing or the, the general automation is that you're going to use personalized marketing in the way of segmentation uh, and analytics and all these other things to deliver much more personalized messages, but you're still going to do it automated. Okay, so an example of that would be, let's say you run a e-commerce store, just an example, right? And you have a, a potential customer who's visited your site uh, on, on two different occasions, and each time they're looking at three-inch heels that are in red tones. Okay, so basically what we would want to do is we would only want to send messages to this potential customer about three-inch heels in red tones because that's all they care about. They've already told you that. <laughs> They've already told you that by exactly how it is that they're interacting with your content and your site. So what we do as a company is we set up all of these touch points. We, we, we use the analytics. We use all these things to trigger those personalized messages that are really speaking to what the customers already told you that they're interested in. And we actually add in what we call personalized elements in those messages. Personalized elements, they are images, videos, and GIFs that would have the prospective customer's name, logo, website, company name, you name it, profile picture on, on um, LinkedIn, whatever it is that you would want to put in there to really capture their attention and make you really feel like you're speaking directly to them. So in a day and age where everybody is using marketing, everybody's using ads, and everybody's using automation, the real way for us to all stick out as as and really connect with our target market is to really personalize that at scale. Got it. So, so Sally, I question for you, are you using stuff just to just trying to kind of uh, zoom in a little bit, like uh, tools like Limlist? Is that like, you know, or abandoned cart marketing? Like, are these some of the different kind of terms how they could be used uh, interchangeably? Um, I don't use Lemless, but yes, to the, it's the concept of Lemless, right? So for instance, um, let me give you a niche. So for instance, let's, let's focus on consultants and coaches for a little while. Okay, so consultants and coaches, a lot of the times uh, their outreach would probably be targeted on LinkedIn, depending on who their target market is, nine times out of 10, LinkedIn, right? So sure. what we've done for several of our consultant and coaches um, clients is that we've built in an entire database of LinkedIn leads by basically scraping LinkedIn groups. And then what we do is we pour that all into a sales CRM. And in that sales CRM, we create these uh, personalized images. We have AI personalized intros and we're able to create entire email campaigns and LinkedIn automation campaigns for a multi-channel approach for consultants and coaches. So basically you're sending a image or a video or a landing page to, let's say if, if you were a consultant or coach and I was, I was um, you know, targeting you, you would get a message from me in your email box and also another one in your LinkedIn box and it would have a personalized image. It would have, and you would maybe, maybe even be able to click on it get to a personalized landing page that has a personalized video in it, has your website, your logo, all of these things on it. And you're getting a multi-channel approach because you're getting an email and a LinkedIn message from me. We've found that this actually converts 346% higher 
than any other conventional type of marketing. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, so you're a master of the, the bolt on automation, uh, for like LinkedIn. Uh, it sounds like customer segmentation, uh, is, is a certainly a strength and then, uh, using the tools to, to personalize it. So everyone listening out there, this is a pretty, uh, advanced marketing, uh, podcast here. Um, <laughs> but these are some of the, um, concepts that I think, um, are uh, really powerful that people can um, take advantage of. Why don't you share with me, Sally, a little bit about like uh, you, you talked about uh, business coaches and, and uh, pers personal consulting. I think that that's a, a, a great niche. Um, it looks like on your website, which I'll pull up, it looks like you have a focus on e-commerce. I think that, you know, when you can touch the entire sales funnel, right? Like when... <laughs> Um, uh, at where you're not having to, uh, pull in data from offline conversions. It's, it's certainly helpful if the sales process is fully online makes uh, a ton of sense. Can you expand upon maybe some different like use cases? And I think some of the things that you're talking about, and, and I've certainly found this to be true is, uh, everybody has like an idea in their head what the perfect sales process would be with their ideal customer. And um, what it sounds like you're doing is you're helping them map that in a way that they can then achieve uh, the targeting and the touch points from the customer journey at scale. Correct. Yeah. Using the personalized elements as well to really connect and convert much, much faster. No, absolutely. So yeah, can you share maybe some different kind of examples? Um, I know a lot of the people that are part of the Better Business Bureau are a lot in the home services space. Certainly there's there's other areas, but I know that the home services is is very um, prevalent and, and makes a lot of sense uh, as far as the, the member base. Can you maybe speak to an example or two to a home services company, how they might be able to use it or what Absolutely. that might look like? Absolutely. So in this day and age, um, let's say, okay, so a lot of us go to Target versus Walmart. Do you know why people go to Target versus Walmart? For uh, the experience, right? Like they feel much more, um, they just love the experience at Target much better. When you're talking about a lot of different type of home services, a lot of times you're bidding for work, right? And you're, and your uh, people are shopping around to different, um, they're shopping around to different, uh, home service providers to figure out who ultimately they're going to hire. Right? So one of the biggest things that we have done for some of our home service providers is we've allowed for like, for instance, responding to bid requests or responding to pricing requests. We've automated some of those touch points, but we've also added the personalized elements to connect with the client and make your, your bid a little bit more memorable than let's say somebody else's, right? Some of those automation points are obviously going to make a lot of your services, a lot of your process, your, your sales process much more fluid, right? It's gonna make it much faster and it's just a better experience for the client overall. But not just that, you're gonna stick out in the crowd because you're gonna send them an, either a text message or you're gonna have a chat bot or you're going to have some of these other things or an email that has that personalized element inside of it already. Okay. So it's just a really, really neat way for us to really connect with people and stand out. So we have several 
different home service clients where we've built out some of these sales processes, really like define their touch points and added the personalized elements in very strategic places to win those bids. And we have seen them grow up to 486%. I'm looking at my stats right now. 486% from, in, from just implementing these flows and this automation. Well, I'm certain you probably planted a lot of seeds as well as getting some juices flowing because I think that there's a lot of business owners out there that um, know that this is possible. They, they want to do it and they just haven't uh, been able to get it implemented yet. Right. So I think right. that this, is, uh, this is great. Um, you know, what, what other um, things uh, just about your services might be helpful to share? Because I, I just feel like this is something that you really have to wrap your head around to understand it, to like engage with it. So like maybe talk right. a little bit about, maybe who your ideal customer is, um, you know, uh, how you, how you assess, like, you know, what, you know, if someone was interested in this, like, you know, where do they need to be at, at a business to implement it, to get value? You know, I, I mean, kind of, kind of describe, I guess, that ideal customer a little bit better, I guess. Oh, absolutely. So our ideal customers are going to be consultants and coaches, generally speaking, uh, because it really helps them to uh, really engage with their customers a little faster. Like I said earlier, we've really been able to map out customer. We start with the customer avatar, right? So the biggest thing is, who are you speaking to? And then we, we turn around, we map out the customer journey, like you mentioned earlier. Once we map out the customer journey, then we say, we sit and we say, okay, here are the different areas in which we can automate. All right. Once we've automated, we turn around and we um, institute the personalized images and videos um, and all kinds of other things in order to really bring the customer journey and connect in such a streamlined way. So a lot of people, like the pain point that we really alleviate for these people is kind of just streamlining that entire thing, connecting with your customer faster, alleviating the pain point of trying to organize who your leads are, what the next step is. Oh, you know, did I, did I follow up with this person? Did I give this person their proposal, right? All of that kind of goes away because we actually give uh, our service providers a free sales CRM with our services. We help them map out that journey to where you can see what, who your leads are in every stage of your sales process. And then we have sit and we, and we trigger the automations based off of where they are in your sales process. So we, we bring everything to the table for you. All we, all we have to do is do several brainstorming sessions with you to figure out what is your sales cycle? What does that look like? And then how can we automate it and really bring it to life for you? Okay, use implementation takes about 90 days. I mean, there's usually an implementation within two weeks or so, but to perfect it and really have it going the way that people want it, it takes about 90 days. And usually at that, at that six month mark, there's usually that exponential growth. And that's usually when we get that five-star review that you see there on the, on the website. We have an entire wall of love there um, from everybody who's experienced our services and truly loves it and has seen uh, the benefits of, of just cleaning it up, putting it down into a sales CRM, implementing that um, that automation, and putting in that those personalized elements. 
Fantastic. I think we could go on for a long time to talk about this. Um, but I think, <laughs> you know, uh, I think really, uh, to, to, to keep moving through the interview and, um, you know, certainly it looks like on your website, um, there's free discovery calls there. So, you know, I think there, each situation is going to be certainly, um, uh, uh, really right. Personalized and fine tuned, uh, yeah. for them. Um, yeah. So what, what, uh, how had COVID affected your business or what did you see in the marketplace? That <laughs> okay. So this, this is such a loaded question. I've been asked this quite a bit. Um, so COVID actually is one of the reasons we really don't, like we were doing personalized marketing to an extent before and automation to an extent before, but we really dove into it with COVID. Why? Because at that point, everybody was forced to go online, which means the, the competition for these online campaigns and stuff became much more stiff, right? <laughs> There's Everybody is targeting you online now. So we had to figure out ways to really stand out in the crowd uh, and allow people to, to connect with us much faster. So we, we, we really studied personalized marketing. We studied how to implement it. We, we completely revamped our business model because of COVID. And we became experts in the, in the area of personalization. So that is, that is, I mean, COVID changed everything for us, to be honest, and, and, and in such a good way, right? Because now we just, we absolutely love what we do. We've really found what we're great at. Our whole team just loves what we do. Um, they're always wowed by new concepts, new strategies, because like you said earlier, for each and every service provider, depending on who your target market is, what platform we're targeting, uh, what your actual customer journey is, the actual service implementation looks a little bit different depending on some of those factors. So our team just loves seeing what's the next thing and, and what's the new implementation? What does this look like for this client and, and things like that? So we really, we really love what we do. We really get excited about each and every client and we love these partnerships that we're building. No, that is, that, that's uh, fantastic. And I've, I've certainly uh, seen with, uh, a lot of businesses from COVID, they've really, um, they've, they've really prospered actually. Like a lot of the companies that I've talked to really went back to, uh, first principles and, um, really leaned on their network and improved what they did. And then, you know, really adapted to the trend. So a lot of people, maybe they were doing okay, but COVID forced them to change and then that helped them adapt. And, and get to the next level and and really everybody in this day and age i feel like needs to be uh starting to look at leveraging uh personalization automation segmentation um you know customer rating uh to to really make that experience um be positive because there is so much competition now online. right and, and honestly to be honest personalized marketing does not end when the conversion happens we like to use these personalized elements. We like to use the automation also in the customer retention piece. So that's usually a part that people don't think about, but it really helps you to connect to your customers. It helps them to laugh. You know, like we like to do like a lot of funny GIFs and, and images and things like that, but also the implementation of, for instance, asking for the review, right? Once, once a service is over, being able to automatically ask for a review and actually being able to segment it to say, okay, anybody who rates me under three stars, I want an opportunity to rectify the situation before they actually post a review, 
right? No, I, so being able to do things like that is amazing. Yeah, I, I think absolutely that's something that um, gets missed. I think the data points, because uh, I'm big into the, the data as well, is that um, it's something like, you know, the number one reason why people leave is due to apathy from the the provider, right? They don't they don't feel they feel like they're a number. They don't feel like they're paying attention to. They don't feel like they're being cared. They're not being nurtured. Um, and then there's even data surrounding uh, the 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 cost or time it takes to go get a new customer versus maintaining an existing customer. And so, customer attention, nurturing, getting those reviews as part of the process are absolutely um, things that people need to be considering uh, on the back end. Uh, fantastic. Sally. So tell me a little bit about, you know, um, you know, you, I, I, you recently won an award with the BBB. I want to hear a little bit about that and maybe what the BBB means to you. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, this was actually our first year to like, we, I've been kind of hovering around and the idea of being part of the BBB uh, for a few years. And then uh, with COVID, especially, you know, finding different ways um, to find communities and to find different organizations um, that you're still able to be active in and, and a part of um, throughout COVID has been really important for us. So we joined the BBB this year, we got that, that, um, that award of distinction, and it was just such an amazing thing. So I have loved being part of the BBB. I think it's an awesome organization. Um, it's kind of allowed me to add another badge to our website because, you know, we are a certified uh, business with, with the city of Houston as well. Um, but, you know, just being able to say that I'm also accredited with the BBB, that we won an award of distinction uh, with the BBB has been a really neat thing um, throughout the past year. No, that's fantastic. So we, we've really covered a lot. Um, is, is there any tips out there? on maybe the, well, I guess the, the, the business tip to maybe someone starting a business and then, you know, to your target customer, and it may be the same tip, right? Um, because I think what you do is uh, integral in kind of helping um, businesses build out and perfect and uh, improve that, that sales process, that follow-up process, that customer retention process. So, so it is almost synonymous uh, with, with, um, you know, uh, growing your business. And it seems that you gravitate to that, but I would like to like give you the floor to maybe, uh, share, um, some pearls of wisdom. Oh, absolutely. Um, so for my small businesses, just getting started out there, the first thing I'm going to say is yes, you need a website. <laughs> I get asked this a lot. Yes, you need a website. And the reason you need a website is, especially with this digital age, people want a place where they can learn more about you. But also those analytics and a lot of the things that we do on being able to trigger automations and things like that really start with the website. It allows you to have that centralized marketing hub that can grow with you. So that is one of the first things I tell small businesses to do is yes, even if it's just one page, a landing page um, that's thoughtfully put together, then please always start with the website. It's very, very important to do so. Um, and there are a lot of free builders out there. We even have one that's for people um, starting off that want to do it themselves. It's called Mashley Website. It's over on MashleyWebsite.com. 
and it is 100% free to use. And we put a bunch of um, uh, templates in there for small business owners, service-based businesses, consultants, everything like that um, in there for you guys, because we want you to get started and we want you to start in the right place. Okay, so that's my biggest thing for small business owners just getting started. Um, who else did you want me to? I think you said consumers, right? Consumers. And really, if there's anything else that you want to address as we're kind of wrapping up. Okay. Um, consumers, I would definitely take a look at um, really picking picking who you do business with a little bit more carefully, right? If there is a specific, I think small businesses need a little bit more love. <laughs> we need a little bit more love. So, you know, it's easy to go to some of these huge retailers um, and just kind of forget about the little guys. But I think we as a society need to do a little bit of a better job of really kind of seeking out small businesses and supporting those small businesses that are working hard to really make a living for their families. So I think we should just kind of, and, and I've done so, with, especially throughout COVID, really seek out smaller businesses that I myself can support instead of some of these larger retailers. So really, please, like, take a little time uh, and seek out some of these smaller businesses. Man, I think that that's fantastic. I don't, I don't think I hear that enough, Sally. I think that that is really um, a great tip. I think that there's a lot of uh, small business owners out there that are working really hard that do an excellent job. And uh, sometimes they, they they get overlooked for maybe the convenience or cost of a bigger brand, but they're missing out on, on I think, so much. And I think small business owners make up uh, the, you know, the largest portion of the, uh, you know, working economy. So fan, fantastic. So is there anything else we didn't cover that you want to make sure to get out there as well as how do people best get in touch with you? Okay. Um, I, like I said earlier, the automation is huge, but one thing I always try to tell people and one thing I always try to cover in every single lesson, because I do teach some courses as well, is to always find that perfect balance between personalization and automation. Okay, because you don't want to over automate. It is 100% possible. I have done it when I was starting off, but you want to keep those personalized touches. You want to keep that connection. Okay, so you do want to streamline. You want it to be smooth, but just where you're adding personalization and you're keeping those human touches where they're needed. Um, so the best way to get in touch with me is through masterlybusiness.com or by sending me an email at sell, which is S-E-L-L-E at masterlybusiness.com. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Hang out uh, on the end here. And uh, thank you all for listening to Business Houston Podcast uh, presented by the BBB. Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local, small, and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston. And those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate, Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.